0: Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Uh, the show you're about to hear talks about the European Championships a fair bit. Uh, we've got our trade euros in there as well. Uh, but, Richie, just want to ask you one thing that I, I've, I don't know, it's kind of seeped into my subconscious through watching a lot of trade, um, trade Euro Championships, European Championships over the weekend. Mm. Uh, do you have a strange urging to buy yourself some Gazprom? <laughs> <laughs> just from watching uh just from watching the Euros. I don't know what Gazprom is, but I wanna like get a load of us together and put in a bulk order. What it's is really, Gazprom? It's a really strange one.
1: Um I don't wanna come across as uh as horrible here, but they've sponsored the Champions League for a while. Now obviously you don't watch that because uh, you support
0: Everton. And you won't be watching it anymore because you <laughs> scored Arsenal.
1: There's a, a good comeback. It's a good
0: comeback. You're down there with us now.
1: For whatever reason, it's really weird. They've sponsored football for for a little while now, but as far as I understand it, they are um, like a Russian electricity provider. So there's there's no point telling me about Gazprom because I can't use it. Well, And, and even if you like sat in, can
0: you sit in Russia and when you're watching it, you think, oh, do you know what? Really fancy a bit. I think in Russia you've got no choice. Stab it. So what is the call to action now? Why are you you getting up (laughs) off the couch to order Gazprom for?
1: I I really don't know what they're doing.
0: I don't know what it is. So yeah, I mean, if you want to go in on a bulk order and you're sick of your gas that you've been getting, do you not like your gas? It's too slow to warm up. Let's get involved. Let's get ourselves some (laughs) Gazprom. Is there an online video clip that you've watched loads over the past few days or weeks or whatever? A little viral clip on your phone. For me, I can't stop watching the video of that idiot causing the Tour de France crash. (laughs) Have you seen this? This is unbelievable. I would say it's the epitome in 15 seconds of what a calamity is. (laughs) Uh, let me explain. A, a fellow called Jeremy tweeted me to say, he says he thinks he's watched that video more times than Star Wars because <laughs> it's just an unbelievable thing. It's unbelievable viewing. Uh, let me explain. First stage of the Tour de France on Saturday. I'm not even that into cycling. I just end up seeing it uh, in Brittany and France. Uh, a woman wearing a yellow coat can be seen holding a sign with Granny and Grandad on it, mm-hmm. written on a bit of cardboard, written in German. Uh, she's looking away from the peloton coming towards her. Doesn't see them approach. So she stood right in the road. you know they get really close in the Tour they de do, France? yeah. Anyway, uh, she knocks into one rider who then falls backwards and knocks everybody else over. A little bit like, do you remember on uh, Guinness Book of Records or Record Breakers, you'd have like a domino world record attempt? I remember domino rally, it was great. They just spread out and all these riders just went straight over sideways and knocked them everywhere. Uh, She's fled the scene, so the police are trying to find out where she's gone. She's dressed like Where's Wally in like a stripy top, red hat and a yellow Mac. Uh, and this, undoubtedly, the most stupid thing she's ever done or ever will do. And I thought it might be an interesting thing to explore this first hour of home time tonight. Like, what is the most stupid thing you've ever done in your entire life? Because I was watching her thinking, as far as I go at the moment, at my age of 45, the most stupid thing I've done is lock the keys in the car during my driving test. My first <laughs> driving test, Newton, Abbott in Devon. Uh, the, the instructor was like, right, you ready to go? I was like, yep, let's do it. Slam the door, locked it. And then we had to get the, the car back open with a coat hanger from the test centre. Now, is that a fail? I fail, I, I We managed to get the car going. Yeah. I got back in, which was good in its <laughs> own right. I actually broke into well a car. Done, yeah. Uh, the bloke was stood there with his clipboards. But I'd gone to pieces by that point <laughs> and was just a wreck. <laughs> so that was... What, what's your most stupid thing you've ever done?
1: Car-related. Uh, filling a petrol car with diesel was, uh, was, was, was right up there. That must have
0: hurt you as someone who takes pride in... Being organised with so. cars, hugely so. And what, what's hugely it like when that so. happens? Because I've, I've heard legendary things of it happening to people.
1: Uh, it goes about a mile down the road and then um, chugs, and you got <laughs> clouds, and uh, then it dies. Do you
0: know the worst bit about that is is the person sent to try and rescue the car? Yeah, uh, from a recovery company, probably looking down the nose at you. quite Oh badly. yeah, laughter. That's not good, is it? Uh, I
1: shared a misfuel story with you a few moments ago. Uh, someone else says here I put fifty-five liters of petrol in a Mercedes Sprinter long wheelbase. <laughs> that fuel receipt for the office went missing, staying anonymous for a reason. It must stay with you. That
0: um, that thing. About I think it's something you
1: only do once. Yeah,
0: you never do it again. No. But it would stay with you. Jimmy Egypt, who's got a great name on Twitter, says try to uh, try to go and receive a bowling ball from behind the pins. Uh, when we we're out on a like a work bowling trip, uh, got trapped in the ball clearing mechanism. Yeah, <laughs> and had to be freed by the staff. That fills the category. Oh, be on his back like a little beetle. <laughs> if you can beat that, we'd love to hear from you. Eight twelve fifteen. A text the show.
1: Johnny in Sheffield says in Florida, I bought a pint that they filled from the bottom of the glass. I was in awe. I sat down and decided to push my finger through the bottom of the glass to see how it works. <laughs> I ended up wearing the pint. How, I've never
0: even heard of that. Fill it from the bottom.
1: Yeah, now, this is something, actually, whisper it quietly, that Spurs do in their new stadium. It's oh. very impressive. Is it a bit newfangled in that? It's a bit newfangled. What's
0: the benefit of filling a pint glass from the bottom? Quicker. Is it? Yeah. Well, Get I'd, I'd want to put my finger in it yeah. as well, just to find out. What does it feel like in there? <laughs> Imagine that point of no return, where you know, right, I can't take my finger out of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Stay there for the rest of the game. Uh, we've got Claire on the line. Claire, what stupid thing did you do?
2: My parents... Had a sta- safety stair gate to stop my nephews going up the stairs. I fell through it, head first down the flight of stairs, top of my head into the wooden front door, but I landed wrapped in the stair gate. So I cracked ribs, a couple of black eyes.
1: Oh, Claire. A wow. Chun- a
2: chunk out of the skirting board, which my nephews even now point out and laugh at with me, and that was seven Brilliant. years ago.
0: Fantastic. And you must have gone down those stairs like, you know, when someone's fired out of a cannon at a circus or something.
2: <laughs> you know what? I just couldn't. It was like, it just happened, and you know when, I remember coming round, sitting in the hallway on the floor with the stair gate wrapped around me, thinking, where am I? <laughs> so,
1: Claire, I, I want to point out the most obvious part of this, and it's why it is so stupid, is is you doing and, and, and going through something that is there to stop your nephews doing exactly what you did. <laughs> I know, yeah, what I do.
0: Nice one, Claire. Take care. That was brilliant. Uh, Rock and Gold say, uh, we went on a stag due to Prague with £300 worth of euros, then realised that the Czech Republic had its own currency. Andrew then follows that on our Twitter by saying, you should have checked before you left. Very good,
1: very good. Judith in Coventry, I fell off a chair on wheels in a meeting. However, I got my heels stuck on the edge of the table. I couldn't get... I couldn't get my legs
0: back down. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Uh, Ella says, My husband went for a run shortly after we moved into our new house, came in through the back door, went to grab the mail, still in his running gear, and let the front door close behind him, leaving him locked in the front porch. No one had spare keys yet. I was 100 miles away. He had to borrow a neighbour's phone, pass through the letterbox to call me, so I could arrange a locksmith to rescue him. And that's how we met our neighbours. Love this. Uh, The Wizard says on Twitter... Uh, a no-frills gym. I had to take your own padlock. Workout done. Ready for a shower. Towel round me. Locker padlocked. Where's my key? Still in the locker. Walk of shame to reception in the towel. The maintenance guy uh, had to come and cut it open with bolt cutters. <laughs> it's worse when you've got to get someone to bail you out. I think that's when Absolutely. it hurts the most. Uh, Went fishing with my dad. Used the
1: catapult to use for the bait. It ended up in the river with the bait. He was not amused.
0: Do you know what? One of my favourite items I've ever had in my entire life when I was a kid was a thing called the Black Widow catapult. <laughs> and if it was as good as that, imagine that flying into a lake. I'd be gutted. <laughs>
1: Simon, what was the stupidest thing you did? I bought a bar off a friend of mine. And it was a really good deal. Then
3: that day, I've been then like calling, complaining about it, saying it wouldn't work. I've filled it up with petrol, but not knowing that my dad filled the jerry can up with water instead of
0: petrol. <laughs> wow! So he thought you were filling the lawnmower up with actual water, thinking it might work.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look, I filled it. I thought in the jerry can, I thought that was petrol, but my dad filled it up with water. So I really eat the stupid one. Oh, right. I, I, I'd hate to be
1: the stupid one. So, your mate took the lawnmower back because thinking that he had sold you a dud, and then he was the one that discovered that you'd filled it with water.
2: Yeah, but then proceeded to send me a
3: video of water pouring out the bottom of it. Oh. <laughs> Of the oldest in the car's down radio.
0: And how how does a lawnmower come back from having being filled up with water? Was it usable or is that it done and dusted? Well, it's
3: still going now, and that's
0: probably about six or seven years ago, so it's yeah. been alright. Happy ending to this story. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: There is an elephant in the room, and it's got a football-shaped trunk. What a mental image that is. <laughs> <laughs> don't know whether that works as an analogy. I like it. It's like a friendly monster. Here's the problem. Uh, tomorrow, at this time, we'll be 12 minutes into England versus Germany at Wembley. Here's the question. How do you expect us to do a radio show while this is going on? Secondly, what would you even want from the radio show?
0: And this is not a slight moaning or anything. No, this not did, at all. This is purely a consultation. It's a consultation. We want to serve
1: our audience the best. You, the best that we can. This is your show. It's a show for the people, by the people, for the people. For the people. But the question is, when it kicks off at five o'clock, England versus Germany... What do we do?
0: I feel like a little bit bad that I don't want to be deceiving people tomorrow by uh, talking like this, but clearly watching the game at the same time. I'm worried about that. You're in a better position than me. At least you can see a TV
1: screen. There is a screen in the (laughs) studio that will be showing the game. If you're me, it's a
0: like six o'clock to you you're gonna have to get wing mirrors on your computer <laughs> yes
1: some kind of vanity mirror
0: here i, I feel really bad because like whenever there's a game on in the background here uh, obviously we've got the volume off on the game but i'll be looking at you with eye contact but my eyes will just stray up upwards you know when you can tell someone's looking at your hair and you're like what yes. i've got something on me it's a bit like that
1: so to demonstrate i mean you were just looking at the game that's on right now you saw that didn't but you? you're still talking if i was to turn and look at croatia versus um spain This is what I'd sound like, which is no good for tomorrow. That's not going to work, is it? Uh, Plus, maybe we do it the, the other way. You know, if you are a fan of Wales, if you're a fan of Scotland, if you hate football, you're probably just wanting the normal home time show
0: tomorrow. There was a comma there before, a fan of Scotland and Wales and hate football, right? There was a car. There co- was a car, co- yeah, I was just going to say. absolutely was. Mary and Stain says, uh, get Matt Ford and Matt Dyson from Rock and Roll Football to do the show. I'm sure Fordy and Dyson will be well over the moon to have to be yeah. on air whilst they're <laughs> actual, the whole game they've been building up to is on.
1: Particularly when Dyson's already been up at six with the Dave Burry Breakfast Show.
0: Oh, he'd just be falling asleep, wouldn't yeah.
1: he? <laughs> well, standard practice <laughs> with that big man. Uh, so, look, your ideas, please. It's a consultation, 8.12.15 for your text. Carla, what should we do?
2: Put on a playlist. You cannot miss the footy. Come on, to be honest, it's an important game. Your job comes second.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Are you okay to be on standby to put that as a line to our boss tomorrow if it all goes wrong?
0: 100%. 100%. I'll back you all the way. In fact, take it one stage further. Are you okay to phone our boss and tell him that directly, maybe this evening if you've got time?
2: <laughs> no problem. Just give me the number. I'll phone him. I'll persuade him. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you,
1: Carla. No worries. Right, no worries. Bye-bye. Nick
0: tweets to say, what about this for a lineup of a day? Four till five, Tuesday, Tombola. Five till six, long songs, such as Freebird, Bat <laughs> Out of Hell, etc. Six till seven, second half, watch along with Soccer Mom, Leona Graham on the line for Punditry. That's where it goes
1: wrong. That's where the whole idea falls
0: drastically apart. Soccer mom.
1: Uh Neil, you got an idea for tomorrow? Well, look, I'm not a football fan. I appreciate people do enjoy football, but... If
2: anybody's listening to the show hasn't got a decent to say sod the football and listen to decent rock music, yes. they need to get a life.
0: Good man, Wall. Uh, and that is a good point. You know, music... <laughs> Sorry, we're Sorry. just watching a terrible goal go. In
1: Croatia yes. have just absolute, scored against absolute. Spain and it was an absolute shocker. See, this is the problem we're oh, up against dude. tomorrow. Uh,
2: OK, you guys are watching football and I'm going, right, so some guys kicked a round ball into a square hole at the end what would you do? Neil? If it was motorcycle racing, I'd be happy.
0: I was going to ask you I, what would I, be I, your I, thing I, that would I, would uh, distract you then. It would be if there was uh, yeah. uh, what the Isle of Man TT racing. Is that what you mean, Neil?
2: I love my World super bikes, British bikes, Isle of Man TT, anything new motorbikes, I love. And listen to the music at the same time because... Because the bikes are even better with rock music. So you, overthink,
1: cool. uh, you think we're overthinking it, that people will actually still be listening to this show but watching the football at the same time?
2: Well, if they're not, there's something wrong with them. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's like you can have the sound off and you can see a guy go, like, yeah, he's tackled him, he's kicked the ball, he's done that, the referee's given a yellow card. Football would be better if it was played to rock music.
0: <laughs> that would be cool. what wow. a fantastic thing to bring in <laughs> football the musical yes or, or even a band <laughs> yeah. playing up on the stage Love it. Neil you've come up with a great idea that's what we'll do tomorrow Bryony and Peterborough says I think you should continue with the show as normal but take it in turns to watch five minutes of the football each um, one is watching the other one is doing the show that's a great idea like little buddy system maybe on a high stool just out in the other room tag team football that'd be good wouldn't it be like do you remember Kabadi? <laughs> Maybe. You're only allowed to watch for as long as you can say, kabaddi 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 You've got to hold your breath. That'd <laughs> like be really that. good.
1: Um, kabadi, hi, kabadi. both. Tomorrow, I will have two radios on. One for you guys and one for the England game. And I'm Welsh, says Diane. That is... Throne, like, that's thrown everything. She's like Mother Teresa in terms of football. <laughs> yeah. What an amazing thing to do. Uh, Bruce has texted 81215, directly trying to solve the problem that I've got, that the TV in the studio is directly behind me. Yeah. If I try and commentate on the game...
0: You uh, can't hear him. It's
1: just absolutely Place pointless. time. Bruce says, swap sides at half-time.
0: All right, Bruce, shut up, <laughs> mate. Don't ruin my position, I've got a plum spot here. Zeus <laughs> says, what's better than taking this golden opportunity to spend the whole show taking the mickey out of footballers? Live whilst they're actually doing their job. Could be some merit in that one. Do you know what? There's another thing with it as well. I, remember how you felt during that last game, that last England game? It was awful. Yes. Do we need to put ourselves through that? Maybe maybe this is just a blessing, to be honest with you. saving grace, yes. It is a saving grace. Stas, what do we do?
2: A personal point of view, um, just,
0: you know, do what you want, because I'm not going to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers for that. Thanks for our little morale boost mid-show. <laughs> it's yeah. a brutally honest one.
1: Yeah, no, but I am
2: doing the same as what your last one of your last messages suggested at the minute ago. I'm watching on my mobile, watching the Spain game on my mobile, and got the radio on in the background, so there is a bit of give and take there.
0: Well, yeah, during the game the other day, there was a lot of double screens going on. You remember when it got down to that, uh, when Germany, the final group games, there was a lot yeah. of people doing double telly. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't people do TV with radio on, but maybe the commentary down? That would be a good halfway house, wouldn't it, Daz?
2: Yeah, you could do, yeah, but I like to have, you know, especially if it's a game I'm interested in, I like to have the volume turned right up, so I can not oh, really... go. Where, where does that
0: leave us, else. then? Where does that
1: leave us, then? <laughs> the trade-off yeah. is, if Daz is right, if no-one's going to be listening tomorrow, our boss won't be listening, so we could do whatever
0: we, we want. We could do whatever the hell we want, because our boss, Paul, will be watching the football. So, we, you know, Brilliant. it'd be like, uh, you know, on those days at school you'd like to bring a game in and come in in non-uniform.
1: Let's do that, you love board games.
0: Mufty day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today's
3: match is electricians
0: versus carpet fitters. That's right, trying to find out what is the best trade through uh, the format of a international footballing tournament. Got a different one for you today. Let's go to the phones and speak to Pat. You're a handyman, Pat, aren't you? You do a bit of everything.
3: That's it, yeah. I lost my job in the first lockdown, so I set myself up as a handyman in my local area. I'm an older gentleman who's you know used his skills over the years, so I thought oh, I may as well use them to get paid
1: it's amazing and Pat what was your uh, before this all hit what was your area of expertise I was a site manager and
3: I used to build students accommodation
0: Ah. wow because my dad's like this he'll watch people do something and think I could do that and then he trains himself learns how to do it and then does it is that what you're like you're thinking you're watching these different people come in and do different trades thinking I could do that
3: Oh God, no! I was way better than any of them. Anyway,
0: so. <laughs> did you look on YouTube? Is that how you trained yourself up? Or you just... no?
3: No, like I say I'm 54 years old. You you learn a lot of things in your time.
0: So, fair enough. Well, what an amazing story! And um, it brings us to the situation we find ourselves in tonight in the Trade Euro Championships, an unexpected thing has happened, isn't it? Uh, yes, um, neither of the promised trades have
1: come forward. Uh, it is electricians versus carpet fitters, but the very fact that you have come forward uh, as a jack of all trades and, may we say, master of all. All of them.
3: Um, oh, thank you very much. I was waiting for the all, not the none.
1: <laughs> Pat, what we need you to do is to play both roles uh, and as a handyman. So first up, 20 seconds on why electricians are better than carpet fitters, and then twenty seconds on why carpet fitters are better than
0: electricians. No pressure at all then. So starting with why electricians are better than carpet fitters, Scouse Pat, go.
3: Right. Electricians are better than carpet fitters because without electricians you'd have no light, you'd have no power, you'd have no internet, you'd have no hot water. And you wouldn't be able to charge your phone. Um, the and that is all I can say about electricians. How far did that go Well, you've
1: timed that out perfectly, Perfect Pat. Do you know what? Because you're arguing with yourself here, it, it could end up being one of the most reasoned arguments we've had so far in this whole tournament. I like it. It's like a little insight into, you know, someone who's seen <laughs> both sides of it. But, Pat, you made some very good points there. But now, 20 seconds as to why carpet fitters are better than electricians. And your time starts now.
3: First and foremost, they're not Larry. But carpet fitters will come in, they'll they'll put your carpet down, make your feet warm. When you come in that beautiful smell and you you feel like you've moved into into a new home. And and they're very, very nice and they always have a head rate and clean everything out beautifully.
0: Time's up. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> what an amazing balanced argument talking about both sides there as well uh people get to vote now who they think uh, has had their side argued for best by scouse pat was it the electricians was it the carpet fitters you can uh, find the poll on twitter at absolute radio uh pat whilst we've got you on give your business a shout then because you sound like a top man
3: oh well thank you very much indeed okay my name is patrick tomlinson i'm the croxley handyman the croxley handyman.co.uk I'm based in Croxy Green, Hertfordshire, and I look after the beautiful people in my village.
1: The great thing is, Pat, you're going to be a winner either way. Yes. You can't lose this. Thank you so much, boys. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm buzzing. Uh, Electricians are better because it's in the Bible. God said, let there be light and whoosh, we had already laid the cable. I'm not sure (laughs) that is religiously correct.
0: Uh, Paul the Spark says, for your information, carpet fitting isn't a trade. To be fair, right, (laughs) there's not been one single person that stepped forward for carpet carpet fitters, you know, to to fight their corner or defend them. Even another trade like like a plasterer that felt sorry for them. Not even that.
1: And let's cut to the chase. The voting has been damning. 82% of all votes have Gone to the electricians today. It's another win for them. It is another defeat for the Carpet Fitters.
0: I would say this has been such a bad tournament for the Carpet Fitters. They may lose their FIFA recognized status in the Trey <laughs> Cup for in four years' time. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, but well done them and well done to Scouse Pat. We've just tweeted a little photo of him because he uh he's just a dapper fellow and he's he's done us proud tonight, hasn't he? He said he was 54, I believe.
1: He doesn't look like that at all. I would like a
0: pint of what he's drinking. <laughs>
1: You may have been listening to the beginning of the podcast and heard some comments about Gazprom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be even-handed, let me tell you a little bit about Gazprom. Okay, Gazprom is a global energy company focused on geological exploration, production, transportation, storage, processing and sales of gas, gas condensate and oil, sales of gas as a vehicle fuel as well as generation and marketing of heat and electric power. Gazprom views its mission as ensuring a reliable, efficient and balanced supply of natural gas, other energy resources and their derivatives to customers.
0: OK, so they sound a bit more, a bit like drier than I thought. What about this instead? Forget the whole Gazprom thing. Anyone fancy going in on a bulk order of some high sense?
1: <laughs> I've seen them too, don't know what they do. Don't know do. what it
0: is. What is Hisense? You burn it and smell it?